Hi everyone, welcome to our masterclass INFJ Epic Life. Um, this time I'm working with the streaming software, so please let me know if you can see me, if you can hear me, um, if you have uh, any problems. Oh, okay, great. No, 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 I see all your comments. Perfect. So. Great. So loud and clear, Nicholas says. Okay, perfect. So um, before we get really started, I just want to give a quick um, disclaimer or understanding with every time we do a masterclass like this, or I've called it workshop before, but it's actually more of a masterclass. That's why I changed it. Um, we every time we have that, it's because the next bootcamp, you know, INFJ Epic Life bootcamp launches, launches. So next um, next call, the first live call of this round is next Saturday, and that's why we have this today. And what we're doing here is, I wanted to give you, a, I want to give you a context and an understanding of the five pillars to an INFJ epic life, which is something that I've been working with for years. I've not only used it to transform my life, but also the life of, you know, so many of my clients. I've done hundreds of one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions and um, the group coaching program, so boot camp we've been doing. I'm not sure if it was beginning of 2020 or end of 2019. Um, hi, Linda. Hi, Bob. Heather. Okay, perfect. Oh, I'm echoing. Okay, let me turn down the, the speakers. Perfect. Thank you so much. Okay, now it should be better. I think so. Like, I hope so. Let me know. Okay. So, and hi, Trevor. Um, and I want to, you know, I don't want to make this today a particularly just something where you say, okay, this is only for the people who have decided to do bootcamp because I know this is, um, you know, first off, not for everybody. Second of all, you have to feel ready and it's your time to do this. Like the entire INFJ Epic Life um, strategy is based on the fact that we are creating an INFJ Epic Life on your terms. It's not like this is my thing. Um, every single one of us knows what's right for them. And I want to give you as much context and as much help uh, within this one hour that you can either say, yes, this is for me. I want to take the next step. I want to join bootcamp or you say not my time yet, but I'm taking everything on and I want to do this for myself. So if you haven't done this so far, you can download the free poster. Um, let me show you how it looks like. Um, do I have it here? Yeah. So you can download the poster. It's um, the link is in the description in general. So you have an overview of uh, what the five pillars are. But and we're going to talk today about them in detail and why they work so particularly well for INFJs. And because, as I said, I've been doing this for seven years. I've talked to so many INFJs um, in all kinds of scenarios. And this is something that I found is going to help, you know, the majority of INFJs really make a difference in their life. Um, because not everybody can get access to one on one coaching. I know it's. Um, it has, a, it has a price point and all of that. And I'm trying to give you so much in the free videos. You know, right now I'm doing three videos. Some of you are listening to this through podcasts. But there's certain things where you have to go more in depth. Uh, in depth. 
and uh, where you make all the transformation. And so through working with so many INFJs, I recognize, okay, these are the five areas that we all need to work on. This is what INFJs need in order to really make a transformation in their life. So they're not feeling like, okay, my life may look good on paper, but it doesn't feel like it. I don't want to feel numb anymore. I don't want to feel like my life is happening outside of me. Um, and I just, I, I want to feel that INFJ epic life. And um, yeah, and these things not only are the areas where we, if we neglect them, things are not going as fast and as smoothly as we want. But through taking those five pillars on, you automatically um, get to, you get triggered. That's the interesting part. You get to see, okay, there's a difference between thinking how something is going to go and actually doing it. And once you do this, uh, once you, you know, once you start that process, hold on, uh, I think this, uh, one second. When you start, once you start this process, a lot of stuff comes up. Negative emotions, um, some kind of things that are just not the way you would want them to be. And you get like these like icky feelings and then you get to actually take them on um process them and see how your entire life changes right so and as i said i'm sure we're going to give you enough context today so you can use this one way or another even if you say boot camp is not for me right now i want you to you know have enough information that you have something you can start with Okay, let me just check the comments if we're good on a technical standpoint. Okay. Um... Okay, no, I think everybody is fine. Okay. Great. Um, good. So uh, another thing. So everybody, I, I wanted to make it as accessible um, as, as I possibly could um, to everybody who decides to do bootcamp. That's why since like last time we offer payment plans, so you don't have to spend everything at once and we have an early bird price that is valid until Monday. And on top of that, I want to encourage you even more. I want to make this easier for you if you just need one more nudge. So I said, like, if you sign up within the hour, um, then you also enter to win um, a coaching session with me, a private one-on-one, -on -one, like a real coaching session, 45 minutes where we sit down, we talk about what's going on in your life and um, really take this on. We did this last time and it was really great. And I saw before I started that some people have signed up um, before this hour. You, of course, enter as well. So it is until the end of the hour um, where you can, on top of everything, uh, you know, get access um, to, to winning uh, one private coaching session. So if you have questions throughout the entire time, I'll try to incorporate that if it fits. But hopefully we'll also have some time for a Q&A in the end. Um, like as an overall thing. Okay, so let me just see if I have something here from your comments that I need to address before we start with. Uh... Okay, so the five pillars. We start 
All right. Before we start with the five pillars, I wanted to give you a little bit of um, a background because I know not everybody is familiar with my work for you know the longest time, and I always assume it's somehow just because I haven't thought about it. So I've been on YouTube for seven years. I've been an INFJ life coach for the last seven years, and I started this from a perspective of I changed my life. Um, I had to transform everything because I pretty much had a reality break. And seven years ago, um, INFJ, like the entire scene existed specifically on YouTube, but it wasn't what it was now. And it was so much of, you know, poor me, I'm an observer, I'm a martyr, and it didn't really, you know, bother me at first until I recognized, okay, I need to change something. So how it happens for most of us, how do we find out about INFJ? Yes, you might have something in, you know, I don't know, university or whatever it is, um, where you do tests or, you know, people at work. But for so many of us, it's a step of, okay, finally, I find something that tells me I'm, I'm okay. There's, there is meaning to all of this. When for years and decades we have felt misunderstood, we felt like we are complete outsiders. No matter what we do, life isn't happening for us. It's out there somewhere and I'm just sitting here and it's passing me by. And so for me, finding like, okay, there's MBTI, this, there's INFJ, it was like, it was a relief. It really was a relief and most of us get to this point because we're searching for something. We're searching for something that will give meaning to all of this. The problem with all of that is that we sort of find this, this place of, oh, okay, I'm an INFJ and now what? Because the scene till this day is very much, okay, you reach this one, like one point, you have an understanding and then, so what now? Is it supposed to never get better? Because it's just like a little relief that we know we can understand each other. We know what this is about. But I'm here to tell you there's so much more to this. And when I really started transforming my life and changed so many things that were happening, I recognized, oh, this makes me feel alive for the first time since, like, I don't even remember. And I couldn't keep this to myself. Like some of you have seen one of my first videos. Um, and hold on, I just want to see if I can, um, who have seen, okay. Somebody says, how much is the payment for the sessions? Um, the, the free coaching session, you know, the one, if you win is, um, you know, that's for free. Um, all the other information on the bootcamp you, you find below. Um, so where was I? Okay. So I had all of this and I, I said, I needed to change something and I changed so much in my life. And I wanted to share this because first off, that's part of my vocation. That's part of my gift, um, is to help people transform and specifically having gone through this myself and seeing it, how so many INFJs were able to change their life. Um, it, it just showed me, okay, I need to continue because if I can help one person, um, then it's worth doing. And so through working with, uh, you know, having over, having had hundreds of one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions by now and the group coaching, I see that this isn't just me. Um, and hold on, my mouse is making a problem. So I just want to show you some testimonials I had here. What do we have? Um, ah, here, 
that's how I wanted to do this. Okay, so Leo, for example, said, thank you so much for showing me how to live an INFJ epic life, truly transformational. Like when I see this, I know, okay, we need to talk about this because if people can like really make changes in their lives within six weeks and don't get me wrong, this isn't like, okay, you do six weeks and then it's done. The reason that bootcamp is set up in this way that once you're a part of it, you automatically get access to every single bootcamp after that. And we have so many INFJs who continuously do this process because it's always a screenshot of where you're at right now. You're in your life, you take on all of the five pillars. Maybe you have a specific, um, you know, like you detail oriented on this one area and then next time, or maybe like, you know, half a year later, you say, okay, now I'm ready for the next step. I have enough energy to like take on the next step. So this is something that works no matter what area in your INFJ epic life journey you are. The bootcamp helps you and all of the material that we're talking about today, it helps you to understand yourself better. Like I've, I've said this many times that you climb up a mountain and it shows you, okay, now you have a better view. What's the next step? right so we have this and then um my mouse my mouse my mouse um just let me show you okay bootcamp was a life changer my happiness increased my wealth increased my health improved my relationships improved my comeback started and i'm winning again great people uh like you have a community here find yourself and win big so we have a Facebook group that is for everybody in the bootcamp and particularly when the bootcamp is happening, a lot of conversation is going on there and we're helping each other. And I really love this and we keep it very, very positive. So if somebody's being negative in any ways, there's always like, um, we're taking care of it. Um, this is not the place for it. Okay. So back to the story. So seven years ago, I was, you know, having a really, really good life on paper, meaning I was a consultant in banking in Europe. I was, by the time I was 27, I was flying twice a week. I was staying in five-star hotels. Um, so my career, as I said, on paper looked really great. I was, you know, taking care of myself. I was in great shape. We INFJs are all, you know, we're aesthetically pleasing people. Like I, I, I really um, took care of myself. And on paper, this should have been great but I was miserable. I knew that this wasn't my life. I was completely disconnected to everything. I wasn't happy. Um, it got to a point where I like had a situation ship, um, where a person completely gaslighted me that I wanted to save. And in doing that, I completely lost myself, something so many INFJs, um, go through. And that's when I said, okay, I need to, I need to start focusing on me. I need to understand who I am and I need to start that process. So now seven years later, I've been doing um, YouTube and life coaching full time for the last three years. So in the beginning, I was doing this um, on the side and then it was successful enough for me to say, okay, I can change that. Now, like after I was, I think I was single for 10 years, probably because I, I just couldn't deal. So like, it wasn't that I just couldn't find the right person. I was looking at the wrong places. There was just too much in my head that was keeping me from being in a good place. Now I'm married. I have a six month year old daughter. So 
And as I said, my vocation is like my business. So whatever we talk about today, it does not mean that you have to say, okay, marriage is for you or um, starting your own business is for you. Nothing like that. That was what was right for me. And what we do here is getting ourselves to a point where we recognize with every single step more and more what you want. Because most of us don't even know. We know there is some, so much potential in us. But what is the next step? What is the thing that's really going to make me feel alive? Because very often we think, oh, I think like if I get that job or if I do this, then I will be happy. And we do this and we still feel empty. And I'm here to tell you, it does not have to be this way. I promise you. Like allow yourself, give yourself the time to start this process and you will be amazed. Okay, so uh, let me just see if I have some comments that you, that I need. Um, Matilda says, are you, I think like you mean an ENFJ? No, I'm an INFJ. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on. Um, hi, Mr. Goodwrench, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I need to like see like how much... I can. Okay, great. Okay, perfect. So that that is the whole basis of it. So let's now really dive into the material. So we start with pillar one. Pillar one, uh, physical energy management. So for us, you know, if, if you haven't gotten the poster, I'll, I'll tell you the five um, pillars. Um, just as an overview. By the way, we always, um, like, you know, there's always development in, in the material. So even in comparison to the poster, the boot camp um, now is a much more evolved, specifically in wealth management and priority management, because these are things that we learn as we go, all of us, me included. Um, all the, the videos, all the materials completely new. So some of you I know have bought the masterclass. So this is not the same as like this, right? This is just a one hour um, overview. But we had, um, you know, a do-it-yourself course, like a small portion, like the bootcamp is a whole different thing, right? Um, but it all is based on the five pillars because guess what? They work. They work. So physical energy management. We as INFJs have only a limited amount of energy. We have to accept this. We're never going to be ESTPs and that's okay. I always say we don't have to do all the things. We have to do the right things. But at the same time, you have to imagine when we are in this, you know, in this daily thing that's going on where we're not happy, where things are not happening the way we want, we're still in the flow of a default state that is happening within our mind. Meaning we play by society's rules. Of course, I believe society's rules are a little bit different than yours or the next person um, because we all make it up in our mind. Like, you know, even the person that lives in the same place where I live, we all have a different interpretation, but still, there's a default state and subconsciously we believe we have to play by those rules. So this is like a hamster wheel. We get up, we go to work, we play this thing over and over again and like we want to get out, but we don't know how. So in order to get out, we do need access energy. It, it really is that way. So because imagine you're on this 
like red rays or on this like you know whatever it is this thing is pulling you in order to make it out you have to have extra energy this isn't going to be something that in the beginning is really effortless um it can be like it's not effort you know in the end like when you, you've done this so much so many times and you continue it becomes so easy because it's like a dynamo once you step out of this you get into a place where your energy is just re-energizing you your your steps are bringing you more and more energy and so i can do so much more now than i could do last year you know five years ago whatever all of that because i continuously make my life easier but in the beginning you know it takes it takes energy and in order to have like you know the strength to pull through and to get ourselves out of there we need to improve our physical energy as much as possible and for the longest time i didn't know why i should work out why i should care about my sleep that i was sluggish like you know chilling all the time who cares but now i knew like at that moment i knew okay i need to i need to have that energy because if i don't have it i'm not going to be able to make those steps uh, those steps see this is something i know now retrospectively like I've seen this with me, I've seen it with my clients, I've seen it with the people in bootcamp. Um, it is something that we need. And in the beginning, it's like you need so much energy just to make little steps. In the end, you get addicted positively to creating more and more physical energy for yourself because you can exponentially grow. You can feel more alive. You are doing, you know, as I said, it's on like creating better relationships, creating more wealth for yourself, um, living out your vocation. See, I believe as we, we as INFJs, we need this in our life. Not like when you start this process, maybe vocation is like this big idea, but it's not very tangible or it might seem like too much work. But don't think that because you don't have the energy for it now, you cannot have the energy later. We can definitely improve um, on this aspect. And so that's why so many of us get really motivated by physical energy management, this pillar, because it makes such a difference. It just gives you more to work with. And a lot of things you can do are, let me just see if we have some. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think we have any if you have any comments or questions about um about pillar one just um just post them so um what are things that will help us infjs to improve our physical energy management one of them is working on our sleep no matter what time you go to bed i always say you you can always improve your sleep and it starts with just going to bed an hour earlier. Like an hour earlier sounds too much, half an hour earlier. If you go to bed at two o'clock in the morning, make it a point to go to bed at 1.30. Because you say, okay, what is that half an hour going to do? It's not just about this half an hour. But through that, you learn, first off, that you do have control over it. It changes something in your mind. You learn how to do it. You get excited about the process because in the beginning it feels like, oh, I have to give up. Like, you know, this is like fear of missing out. I'm coming home. I want to like, I've had such a bad day. Everything sucks. So of course I want to do something to get my mind off of it. So through like taking sleep on, you first off learn how to do that, like, you know, 
like being in control of those things and getting excited about it because I'm not here to tell you, oh, do these five steps and do them for five years and then your life is going to get better. Our goal is that with every single step that you take, you feel more alive. You feel like you're living your INFJ epic life, maybe not like, you know, living it fully out, but you know that you're leaning in, you know that things are happening, you know? And so sleep is one great way to, you know, improve the overall energy that you have. Um, uh, okay, so we have, I, I wanna try this, um, this out, okay, yeah, so. For example, somebody says, I took a run uh, one day when I was fed up uh, one day and then I continue to do it once a week and it really helped me a lot um, as an amazing decompress. Perfect, exactly. Like things like this make a huge difference. If you say, okay, I wanna do this so I look good or I wanna, you know, it's, it's what society tells us is good, a lot of us won't really do it it's not interesting enough or it won't motivate us enough but if you know okay i'm doing this because in like intrinsically this changes my outlook it changes how i feel it, it gives me more energy so for example if you say you decompress through that you know so much energy negative energy that is keeping you back is removed because physical energy management is not just about gathering more energy it's also about removing negative energy so one of the things we talk about here is decluttering decluttering your home decluttering your mind because we have so many things that are keeping us stuck in this current environment like i don't know if you've heard this if people are for example very depressed um, one of the the things that people recommend like doctors is change your environment because you have so many of your emotions attached to your current environment and if you go somewhere new, a lot of this falls off. So the cluttering helps to remove energy and you'll be surprised how much energy you actually do have. Also physical energy management, physical energy as an INFJ, if you just learn what to remove. And particularly for INFJs who aren't, you know, let's say ESTPs. ESTPs can do thousand things and I 800 of them can be, you know, really not worth it or not doing anything for them or whatever it is and it's still they still have enough energy to do what what will make a difference in their life they might have a harder time really visioning what is the right thing because they have so much in their mind but um for us we do have the vision very often it's just cluttered and the more we remove that we don't need to have like you know power 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 energy we just need to be smart and understand how to uh, improve what we have and with that you can create amazing results you never thought possible just the last one uh, example of physical energy management is visualization and meditation so the great thing about meditation is that you learn how to control your thoughts we have over 60,000 thoughts a day and if you have all of those uh, guess what happens um, you're not in control of all of them and most of them are negative or keeping you away from danger and so on so it's called a meditation practice for a reason you sit down you start focusing on your mind on or, or on your guided meditation what happens oh what did Sarah told tell me like oh, yesterday or that is really negative and so on your mind wanders off and you practice to bring your mind back 
So your thoughts wander off, you bring them back. You do this often enough, you will be able to control your thoughts much more. And the more your thoughts are really focused on things that improve your life, the more you're actually able to move forward. 60,000 thoughts a day. And like the majority of them is keeping us exactly where we are today and where we were yesterday. So we need to get more and more in control of this. Same thing with uh, you know visualization. Focusing your mind on what you want because most of the time we don't know it exactly because there's so much clutter. Um, and it becomes clearer and clearer where we're headed and therefore we do the things. Like let's say you would want to write a book. You know what to do. You know it's about sitting down, writing that page. You know how to write, you know, or, or do this. Like you know this, but most of us are still not doing it. We're not doing this because there's just so much that is, you know, occupying our mind and keeping us stuck and keeping our energy low. But we all know, theoretically, we could do this. This is not rocket science. This isn't like some, you know, like you don't have to write a doctorate. Like, you know, like these things are possible. We just have to do the right steps to gather that energy to actually do the things. <laughs> so let me see if we have some more on this topic before we move on. Okay, let's see what Travis says. Um, there's so, so many, so many um, comments, so I'm not sure if I can, like I, please forgive me because there's no way I could uh, get to all of them. Okay, Travis says, I have often found that my physical energy is affected by my relationships. When I'm around friends who care about living an epic life, I'll feel energized and have energy to do things. Yes. Perfect. So this is actually a great, um, a great way to uh, segue to uh, relationship management. So relationships are, of course, in a lot of ways, also a way to improve our energy, but they're also the goal. We want to have energy. We want to have relationships that make us happy, which make us feel understood where we're being valued. And on top of that relationships, make up like how we feel about each other. It's like not of course the main thing because it always starts with you and you're the one who holds on to something. But you know how when you're around a person and throughout that entire time, you have to like be a force. You have to stick to who you are and what you believe in. And you know, because that person is trying to project onto you stuff that you do not want. You know how hard that is. We all know how hard that is. So we don't want that. We want our relationships to be anchors where and who we want to be. If we have relationships who mirror back to us, oh, yes, of course I'm a person who values her or himself, uh, who does the things that are important to him or her, um, you know, somebody who's really like in a, in, in a healthy environment, who's always about harmony, who enjoys life, all of this. If we have dynamics that mirror this back to us, then it's much easier to continue because then we don't have to go through life like this. We might have situations where we need to do this, 
Um, but it's not our default state. And it also doesn't mean that you have to necessarily remove relationships from your life. We can have like friends, we can have, um, you know, relatives that you have maybe not the healthiest dynamic with. I remember my, my best friend and me when we were 20, we had such a toxic, toxic codependent relationship and it's completely different now because I changed not like she didn't change, but for me, I changed how I was in the world. I changed how I was towards her, how much attention I was putting towards her. We as INFJs, we tend to understand others so well and are so invested in what's going on in their mind. I knew everything about her. I knew her favorite music. I knew what would make her upset because it's so much easier to focus on somebody else than on ourselves. On top of that, it is part of um what we can give right we do understand others so we want to bring that gift to our to the world and we're going to talk about that invocation a little bit uh, more in detail but so when i understood that i had to first off understand who i am and what i want and from that moment on i will put way more energy into me because i want to have relationships that are on equal ground if you're giving 70 and the other person is giving 30 it's not on the other person to pull up so you do 50 50 you've tried this it didn't work you have to pull back you have to do 30 30 because then 30 30 of course becomes 50 50 and take that excess energy and pull it towards yourself it's not always healthy to have that um, psychologically close relationships and so you when you show up in the world and you're like this is who I am now and you do this continuously it won't be uh, like it won't be that hard but in the beginning it's tough because like another person sees you like you, you show up as a new person you show up as this person who now puts herself or himself first you show up as somebody who's going to have a plan and stick to it. You're not going to be the friend who just looks at the other person and tells them, oh, you can do this, you can do this, because people don't learn from what you say. People learn from what you show them, what kind of example you set. And so we wanna be that example. And so in the beginning, when you start changing, of course, there's going to be some backlash, not because people are mean, but because they're not used to it, they have to change. You are changing and you're pretty much showing them what they don't like about themselves. You're not dimming your light anymore, which we very often do to not cause this harmony. So in the beginning, there will be some of this, like I need to like pull through, but people will see, okay, you're not going to change. You're going to stick to this and it makes them uncomfortable. So they either adapt or they move away. Both is fine for us. We're on our INFJ epic life. We want dynamics and we want people who believe in us and who like want to see us win. And this is not just in, you know, like friends, family and intimate relationships. When it comes to work, like I've had so many people um, and INFJs I've talked to that they said, okay, um, and like at my job, people don't respect me. I just want them to like, you know, leave me alone. That's not enough. We want people who want to see you win. We want you to have mentors who want to, you know, see you rise up. We want to have people around you who appreciate your personal gifts. And if this is not the case, then you probably are not 
exactly like where you need to be at this moment. I believe there is not such this one thing of, okay, I need to change my, my job completely and go somewhere else. It's like, what is the next right step? What area maybe within my company I can go where I'm appreciated more because people are more like me. It's not about you adapting to a system. It's about seeing what you can offer and saying, where is my gift most appreciated within this current environment? And then to say, okay, I've you know used all of this up. I made this as big as I can. Now let's go to the next level. Because these things make you feel alive. These things re-energize you. You automatically are... Um, putting yourself in environments that push you up, you remove people who drain your energy and you change dynamics that you still want in your life because you're willing to lose people. Because you're saying, yeah, I really like you, you're very important to me, but from now on, I have to prioritize these things for me. I'm not going to care more about your feelings and what you're going through than I'm like doing towards myself. This isn't a way of being selfish. This is the biggest like sign of love towards yourself, but also others. Because if you're dimming your light, there's always a codependency there. There's always a way of, okay, I'm dimming my life so that person likes me. It happens on a subconscious level. But if you you know, give all of yourself and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm growing, I'm, I'm loving life, I'm creating this INFJ epic life, and then people start, you know, being pulled towards that. You create dynamics that are on equal ground where people are benefiting from your energy, from your growth, from you as an inspiration. And there is no, not this, you know, you have to decide it's you or them. It's both. You know, you create an energy that keeps on overflowing your cup of energy. You know, you fill yourself up, you're overflowing, and then you can give freely without expecting anything back. Okay. Um, okay, just like a little, um, I, I missed this earlier, is meditation a way to improve our energy? This is still like the first one. Yes, definitely. I think we talked about it because in my opinion, meditation allows you to focus on the things that really that do make your life more energized. If you focus on all the negative things, you know, it's going to, um, you automatically are putting so much of your thoughts and your physical energy, everything that's going on, it's all connected. You know, if you spend your time with people who are continuously draining, who continuously have some kind of problems that they put on you, it's going to, um, it's going to drain you. But that was still like um, pillar one. Okay. Okay, Nicholas says, okay, this is good. Nicholas says, I'm 20 and it's difficult to find people like this in my generation. Um, I assume people who are, you know, like us, who want to grow. There are two ways of approaching this. I believe, and I've seen this, as I said, not just with me, but also with people in bootcamp, I've seen this in, uh, through a lot of the one-on-ones um, that I do. Um, once you start prioritizing who you are, you automatically are not looking so much for people to appreciate you. It's not necessary. It's like you fill yourself up so much that 
it doesn't even happen. Like it doesn't really matter. I, I had some somebody tell me something today. It was like, uh, okay, people don't really care about my birthday. Um, nobody wrote me or any like, you know, things like that. And it's the same for me. Like I remember when I was like, when I turned 30, I, I had this amazing party planned out. Like for the first time I said, okay, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go all out. Barely anybody showed up. And I was so devastated. And like, you know, I wasn't like at this point where I'm now. And I felt like, okay, so people don't really care. And I recognize now looking back that it has so much to do with how I felt about myself today, because it's not like more people care now, to be honest. It's just that I'm not even thinking about that. I'm so in the moment, enjoying the fact that I'm here with my four best friends, with my family, with my close ones, um, that I'm completely fulfilled. And I'm having my, the, the, the like, was it, how's it called? Um, the time of my life. So when you get to this point, you don't really see that something is missing because you like fill yourself up so much. And then on top of that, you start understanding that you don't need three people who understand everything about you, who are just like you, who get all of that. You understand that you create this life and it can be like filled with different people. I get so many of my needs met um, through talking to you guys. So a community like this, like bootcamp could be something for you or, you know, in the comment section, like really positive forums where you just get this INFJ, INFJ talk where we have this deep connection. Then I have friends who I connect with through motivation, others on success, others on being a parent, others uh, on working out or like, you know, you connect with people that you know for a long time. And so I still don't have a big group of friends. I can still say my best friends are, you know, I think three maybe. Um, and then I have like a couple of more that I have like for different areas that we connect with. I have you guys, I have my family and I feel full. And uh, like I could have felt full, you know, back in the day, but I didn't because first off, I wasn't filling myself up by doing things that make me feel good. So listening to my music, sharing with people my real thoughts, being open to being judged, um, you know, because through that, yeah, some people will move away. They definitely did, did. But other people see you for the first time because we assume people know what we're about, but if we don't share, it doesn't happen. And so there are so many connections that automatically get made because you start saying, if I have to stand alone, I will, you know, I will do this. But it's not that I will pull myself back and become a hurt, like hermit, like, you know, become somebody who says, you know, since nobody understands me, why even bother? No, if, if others don't see it, it's on them. But if I don't bring it, it's on me. If I don't share what I'm about, who I am, and I know that it's not about me. It's like, if people don't understand what, what I'm saying, it's not that there's something wrong with me. It's just that I'm around the wrong people. And there's so much we can get through the internet. Um, and some, that's why I'm so thankful for this community. Um, and a lot, as I said, because of the way I live my life and the way I changed my life, the dynamics also changed. So don't, don't be afraid that it's your generation. It's our generation as well. It's not the generational thing. Actually, hopefully, 
you know, with time we recognize, oh, okay, I can actually connect with people online as well because it gives you a much bigger opportunity to connect with people who are like-minded, like people who have similar interests, um, who, who really appreciate you. And then you'll see, you know, there are ways where I can, for example, connect with people through my vocation where I can sign up and help at a, you know, dog shelter. I can go and do something for nature. I can go and join philosophical um, clubs, like whatever is yours. And very often we're not aware of that. But if you work on the different pillars, you gather more and more energy. And with every single time you do have more awareness, like that's for sure of what is the next thing. Uh, okay, Britain says, okay, it seems that some people are taking a back um, a backseat when I step into a room. It's like we have a powerful energy field around us. Some appreciate it and some reject it. Yes, you do have the capacity, like well, INFJs in general, have the capacity to make other people feel something. FE is our second function, meaning our creative function. We create FE. FE is what, like our language and other people recognize this. And because there's so much behind it, there's this vast energy of, you know, intuition, vision, and all of that. Once you start expressing that through your words, through your body language, through how you show up, and every single time you have more energy, it becomes even more, um, people have a reaction to it. And for the longest time, I was like so afraid of this because I felt if I start bringing this out, everybody will move away it's too much. People will not be able to handle it. And at some point I felt like, uh, what's her name? Anna from Frozen? I don't know, like the, the older sister um, that I said, I cannot hold this in anymore. I need to let it, I need to let it go. We're like, yeah, isn't that called this way? And then like, it was the biggest pain of my life. It would really start at this moment because I felt, okay, if I let out all my energy, nobody's going to stay. It's too much. It's just too much. And I understood that it, it like it changed a lot of things. Yes, a lot of people really changed the dynamic. Some completely removed themselves, but of course they would. You are changing. And when you change, then your world change and how people see you within that world changes. So it's you can do this like in a big or you can do this step by step. And yeah, it, it, it kind of is overwhelming and scary, but like you can do this you're strong enough we're all strong enough to do this and then with that it's like you just you make up this whole space and you feel like okay now i've opened up all of this and nobody's able to come in here because i'm taking up all this space like what's gonna happen like how are people gonna connect with me from now on they're not going to connect with you on this space this space is just for you it's just for you to occupy. And you'll see once you start filling this up, you will feel so full. You will feel so loved and connected with everything and appreciated just by being alive. And, you know, you seeing the world and you as a part in it that you don't feel like, oh, I need all these people to be here in my space. Because most of the time we are so, um, I, I can't think of the world word, but we're so contract it like this and then we allow people to get closer to us and it's all like oh codependency and you know people can cross our boundaries so much 
you do this, you feel so much more free, like you, like, yeah, so much more free and you still have a lot of loving connections, like way more than before, actually, because there is not this fear attached of, okay, like it can sting me. Like, you know, there's a part of you that's just for you and still you feel this love. It's just way more unconditional than before. So this like, and once you start this doing this on a regular basis, you don't feel like this anymore, Brittany. And for everybody else who experienced this as well, because I know I've had, I've experienced this so many times. Um, you you're not aware of it anymore. It becomes like your new world. It's like you know, okay, you you see your your fish or whatever you see or whatever you are, but there's like water, and you see that, and you're scared of the water. And once you're in it, and you've been in this water for years, you're like, I didn't know, uh, I don't even remember how it felt not to be in that water. It's like it's my nature. That's where I'm supposed to be. Okay. Mm. Somebody says your 30th birthday, you look not older than 25. Thank you so much. No, I'm 35. Um, I've been doing this for, uh, for a while now. I would see this is also a INFJ epic life. Like if you live in a way that is in accordance to what energizes you, yeah, it, it, you know, you can tell. Like I see this, I see this in comparison to other people. Um, I have, you know, very little stress. I live holistically i you know i'm i'm my own boss i'm you know i'm not i don't have real worries i just you know help people i you know it's 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 a great way to um have it a business and combine it with my vocation i have my family i have my friends um and as i said wasn't like this always it wasn't like this at all i had a complete reality break i know how it feels to be in a position where you feel like it's never going to get better um, I'm just wasting my life and I have so much potential, but I'm, I don't know how to tap into it. It's outside of me. It's not necessary at all. You can do this. And, um, if you want to take the next step, you know, join bootcamp. We're an amazing community. We do this together. Um, the community is such a big part of it because you see, okay, it's not just me. Uh, there are other people going through this and that keeps you motivated. That keeps you accountable to each other. Um, you see the improvement we all do, you know, through throughout like the different, uh, you know, calls, like not just calls, but like rounds. Um, and that's why people come back so often because there's such an incredible uh, improvement every single time. Um, and because because it's as I said, you know how to write that book. If, for example, this is what you wanted to do. Um, it's not it's not that it's just it's getting to a place where it doesn't feel like such a drain it, where it feels like this is going smoothly this is happening without a problem and we need to work on all of the five pillars to make it easier to make this like a flow thing so you wake up in the morning you're excited to take on the day you're excited to take on this. You have courage to create more for your life. There is no self-pity anymore. There is no blame. There is no anger. And if it's not like it never happens, I, it would be naive of me to say this or think this. I know that there are so many things I want to learn more, 
but you lean into this. It becomes like so much less. And looking back, I just see a huge improvement in myself and my clients and, you know, all the bootcamp participants. So that's why I'm such, such a big fan of the five pillars. And I'm not, I'm like, I'm improving them. Um, as I said, wealth management is one of the areas that I worked on. Um, oh man, I missed so many comments. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, hold on. Um, you know, it's wealth management is something that I changed because it's the one thing that I worked on a lot the last years because it was something that I had you know, as an INFJ, you, you don't want to think about wealth. Wealth is like, you know, the bad thing or like it has nothing to do with being holistic, with being a good person. It's like greed or like impressing other people with things like, you know, how's it called? I'm buying things that I don't care about to impress people that I don't care about, like stuff like this. And I didn't want to be this. And so, um, and so that was, uh, that was a big uh, thing to understand how to look at it correctly. Ah, okay, now I said, Kira said, I'm signing up now. Yay. Is there a, co a code for the discount? Um, yeah, you can um, you can sign up to the early bird price um, link in the description. And if you're already part of the newsletter um, or you've signed up to the waiting list, you will already have received it um, by now either in um, the mails where it's about this masterclass or I signed, I like think when this started, I also send out um, a mail. Um, uh, okay, let me just have like a little thing here. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I am, um, Emmy Lackey says, I just recently discovered your channel. I'm so thankful I did. I finally found my little tribe. I was going cr uh, crazy trying to make sense of things and explain to people how I see things. Yes, I'm so, like, this is why I'm doing this. This is my, you know, this is my vocation of helping you find this because it's, you know, we, we're all about helping each other get to that place. And, you know, I always tell my, my clients and, and, you know, also the bootcamp participants, of course, my goal in the end is that you don't need me. I'm not here to be somebody that you have to hold on to for the rest of your life. I'm a mentor. I'm somebody who can inspire you, can help you. But I want you to take charge more and more of your life and that you take this into consideration. But it becomes so much more clear of who you are and um, how what the next step for you is. So you take the reign of your life. You become like this creator of all of this. And um, yeah, it's just an amazing thing. Um, yeah, what did I want to tell you? Yeah, yeah, before, because I see we're almost uh, over with the hour. Um, the um, If you sign up, you know, within what we're doing here, I'm going to talk a little bit longer just to uh, make sure that I cover all the pillars, but I'll, I'll keep it short. Um, uh, you enter to win one coaching session with me, private coaching session. So everybody who signed up before this, because there were a couple of people I saw that sign up before the masterclass or within that masterclass on top of everything, um, enter to win. Okay, so let's, I'll, I'll just go a little bit like uh, quickly through throughout the different um, three, four and five. Um, but I think what we talked about is like an overall thing and it helps you to understand what this is about. So wealth management for INFJs can be tricky because of the negative connotation we have towards it. It's like, I'm either going to be holistic. I'm either going to be 
um, full of integrity. I'm going to help people and I'm, or I need to become a workaholic who gives up um, health, who gives up freedom, who gives up any joy. And I have to become part of that machinery. Um, and for what? I don't even care about money. So what we learn um, in bootcamp is that wealth can be an accelerator for your vocation. You can use money to put it into the causes that are important to you. You can add to the world. You can add to yourself. You don't have to say, okay, I need to buy big cars and whatever. But it's also okay to learn that money is just energy. And whatever you create with that energy is fine. What you want is freedom and options. Money creates freedom and options. And we have to first off change our relationship to money and to wealth management that it's not something bad. That there are so many examples of people who use money and wealth in a, you know, in, in, in a way that's full of integrity, that is helping others and is helping yourself. There, it doesn't have to be an either or scenario. And for the longest time, this was, as, as I said, something I didn't want to think about. I didn't want to be somebody who cared about money. There was, what for? Um, but now I know what great things you can do in the world uh, when you create money for you, for your family, and for you, you know, whatever you decide to put your gifts in. Because you, as an INFJ, have so many gifts to give, and they're uniquely you. Um, so we talk about this more in detail, that how to... Um, how to start loving money, how to make money a friend, how to see, um, you know, how to start loving to making and keeping money and doing this in a way that actually re-energizes you, that you don't say, okay, I'm getting money, but I'm doing it, you know, I'm contracting. No, of course, you cannot create when you're like in this job that deprives you of everything you cannot switch like this and be like oh like the successful business and everything makes sense and it's all good like there are always levels to this and it also doesn't have to be something where you say i need to start my own business not at all you can wherever you are find something that is one step closer to bringing your gifts out and getting paid for that and appreciating that and it all starts with you valuing what you can offer instead of saying, okay, this is what they want. How can I adapt myself? So it sort of made sense because their only way I could ever get paid is if I'm like acting like everybody else, although I'm actually not good at this. You have unique gifts and we have to get to a point where you start valuing them because if you don't value them, nobody else can. Mm -hmm. Let me see. Um, okay, so Christine asked you, when's this? Am I too old for bootcamp mature INFJ 52? So, Christine, I can tell you we have at least somebody over 70, we have somebody over 60, um, and so I think we also have a couple of um, people who are over 50. Uh, so, no, uh, no, and, and we definitely have people in their late 40s. So, I know this about over 70, over 60, I know for sure. Um, and late 40s, I also know for sure. So we're definitely not, um, you know, not this this uh, one type fit, fits all thing. So no, I don't know how, but you know, we, we're, we're very, um, you know, our demographics are 
are widespread because we all believe that there is no such thing as, okay, okay, so now I have to just accept the fact this is where I'm at. Not at all. You are alive today. And with that, you have everything you, you know, you're entitled to, to create your INFJ epic life. And if we can help, please make it a point to join. This isn't, we're rather, uh, we're rather going into, you know, a little bit older than let's say the typical, like, you know, the internet or, you know, YouTube or whatever it is, you know, most of them are people in their early twenties and so on. And what we do also the INFJ community, by the way, we tend to go a little bit more into the mature side just because we talk about like completely transforming your life. And most people at 18 are not like even INFJs um, haven't really reached a point where they say, okay, I need to change my life. Like things are that bad. Like most of us like get to a point later on where we say, okay, now I have the strength. Now I have the time. Now I have, um, you know, the money to invest into this. Um, I can make this happen. Um, and so we're very uniquely, like we have people in their early twenties, but we have, as I said, people that are, um, over 70. Um, what did I, oh, ah, yes. Somebody said like, if, um, um, you know, about the payment and stuff like this, guys, if you're not at a point right now where you say I can invest into this, um, you know, there's so many free material. I, you know, the boot camp is a great alternative to saying, okay, coaching is one-on-one is like, like not something I can invest in. I made it like even, you know, I try to make it even more accessible now through the payments plans. This is also something new. And if this isn't really something you can do, please watch the videos. I try to give as much as I can within that. Uh, okay. So, okay. We, okay. So I'm just going to give you a couple of just quick, uh, points on pillar four and five. So we as INFJs, we need vocation. I'm completely convinced of this, that at some point, if you neglect this and everything else looks great on paper, um, we as INFJs are not going to be happy until we tap into this. Vocation is understanding what you want to add to the world, how you want to show up, how you want people to see you and to find a sweet spot in that and to lean into it and to lean into it starting now very often like you know this might be something where you say okay I, I don't have the energy for this yet and i've had like one client for example that we we worked over years together and uh she was always like yeah vocation i know i should do it but i'm not there yet um maybe at some point or i don't know if i need this she always came back to this because we as infjs we need to tap into this what is it it doesn't have to be a business it doesn't have to be necessarily your job it can be how you show up what you give back, um, how you bring light to the world and at the same time get appreciated for who you are and not for what you think other people want to see. So this is a huge point and um, I believe it's one of the ways that keeps us growing into that uh, INFJ epic life. So the last pillar is um, priority management. Yeah, my mouse makes problems here again. Hold on. Okay, priority management is important because like one of just off the cuffs, one big thing is that we learn how to do the things that are 
important and not urgent over the things that are urgent and not important. A great example I give over and over again is what is urgent is your laundry. What is important is your vocation. So for example, let's say you want to be an author and this is the thing that's deeply in your soul. You know, you have a story to tell, you know, that there is just like, you know, energy that you want to get through by writing this. And so most people, let's say, start off their Saturday and say, okay, I need to do laundry. It's what I do Saturdays all the time. And, you know, I also need to do um, grocery shopping and then I need to help my friend. And, you know, like it's a default state. We talked about this in the beginning. Um, you do these things because they're part of your everyday life. And before you know it, it's four o'clock in the morning, in the, in the afternoon, you're exhausted. And the last thing you're going to do is to sit down and write on your book. Um, that is, uh, an example of how you like, you know, prioritize something which is urgent over something that is important. There are of course things that are urgent and important, like let's say paying your rent. Um, and of course you need the lawn to do laundry because you can't go to work with the dirty shirt on Monday. But the thing is this, if you prioritize writing your book and you say the first thing, like when I wake up every Saturday at nine o'clock in the morning, I'm firstly writing my book for two hours. It like, it doesn't have to be much. It's more about consistency. You're still going to do the laundry. You are even going to do the laundry. If it's 11 in the evening, you're going to do it because you need it. And so what we talk about here and what we learn is that there are thousands of things in our life like this example on like on a micro level and also on a macro level and when you um as an imj particularly once you start this process you learn that there's a system to it and before you know it you've created a life that continuously helps you grow and make like consistent changes in your life without it like needing effort you know when you drive a car it's not like you every single time you think of all of those things like look in the back back view mirror um like you know i don't know ch -ch -ch, like all of it like you know everything that seemed so hard when we started to learn driving like you know i i learned how to write um, a stick shift you know like you know it seemed like so hard and so complicated and so many different things um and you know we learned it after a while and now it's it's on autopilot and we learn how to have this process on autopilot that you prioritize the things that are important over the things that are urgent and you see how your life becomes easier and things are just flowing much more. Okay. So these are the five pillars. Um, I'm just going to see if there are any like questions that I need to address. Uh, please excuse me that we couldn't, um, you know, get to all of them. Okay, so Cass says, um, if you're not ready for something, should you should you start anyway? Yes, definitely. Like sometimes, as I said, like I had this client where she said, like vocation, I'm just I cannot do this. Um, and then the question is, you can always do something. You know, a great way to do vocation is, for example, to think about, um, okay, find an archetype that you can connect with. Something that you say, okay, when I see that figure in a movie, um, like, you know, I loved Wonder Woman, I loved, um, you know, like, like certain people or, you know, that that just inspired me that made me feel like, oh, like, there's some kind of energy that I want. 
and you have always the interpretation of what that person is like it's not like you really know that person um and there are also spiritual archetypes like you know i had like the priestess and the warrior um this is just an example so even if you say i cannot do like that big in this area there's always a little step you can do when it comes to relationships there's always a way where you can say okay i can step set a little bit of um I can set a little bit of uh, of a step here. I can, you know, talk to that one person and make it sure that that bound boundary is being protected. I can always do something in my physical energy management, and so there is always a level to what you can do. There's you don't have to make like huge leaps as an okay vocation. I know my vocation is to be a singer, but I'm not ready to, you know, put a YouTube video out where I sing. We're not asking anybody to do this, right? you are always the one who says what your pace is you can say um you know that's how i'm doing it that's the next step to go we want it to be at a point where it gets you out of your comfort zone but it never overwhelms you because if things overwhelm you you do it out of force you don't do it out of power and then you cannot continue to do it you'll like it's some something will happen and you'll snap out of it it has to happen organically it has to happen like in a way where you could feel, okay, I could do this for years and it wouldn't exhaust me. That's what we want to get to. And so we're always going to like, you know, nudge you a little bit in the right direction. But in the end, you're always the one, you're the last, you know, you're the most important person. You're the only one who really matters in your INFJ epic life creation. And it's always about, okay, what is the step that gets you out of your comfort zone, but doesn't overwhelm you? So I could say, okay, maybe a great step would be to tell your boss, you're not going to do this anymore, but you yourself know, no, that's way too much for me. Maybe like, you know, writing one additional uh, sentence in the email where, you know, I state my point. That is something that already makes me feel very uncomfortable, but I can take it. It doesn't overwhelm me. It makes me uncomfortable. Then that is the step for you. So that's where we get, because as I said, you're in the driver's seat. You're the only one who knows what is that sweet spot between not getting you out of your, like, you know, not overwhelming you, but getting you out of your comfort zone so you can grow within this process. Okay, somebody said, thank you so much for your time to make this video. Thank you so much for everybody being here. Um, if you have any questions, technical questions towards something about the bootcamp, uh, don't hesitate to write me and my team at info at wences.com. Um, all the information you have below. Um, yeah, I think we have everything covered. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone who's saying this is my time. You know, next Saturday when we have our uh first um boot camp um call and then we go way deeper you know it's like every we have six sessions with every round we go into every one of those pillars we go deep we talk about where everybody's at um we have assignments we're not like you know asking okay like you know there's no such thing as you have to send it in or anything like this but we talk about what what people are choosing to do as an assignment. What are we how are we taking this? And so you learn 
through each other. And we have the amazing Facebook group where we share our success stories, where we share our, um, um, our questions and everything that that entails. Okay, guys, so that's it for today. I wish you a great weekend. Tomorrow we have another video. And uh, yeah, somebody says, okay, will you be posting this on your channel? Um, yeah, so um, I think like you mean like on YouTube. Yeah, this automatically afterwards can be rewatched. I haven't thought about it, like putting it on, uh, on, on uh, my podcast. I have to think about that. Um, I could do this. I just have to like remember to do this because there's, it's a lot right now. Yeah, okay. So I wish you all a great day and uh, I talk to you next time. Bye guys.